Hey y'all, welcome back to Erase the State. It's Maddie K coming to you again another week with the straight goodness. So I'm a little late in getting this one out, and I know that Veterans Day has already passed, but we had some interesting events uh, at the end of last week, heading into the weekend, and then uh, beginning again on, I guess, Monday, I guess, with with the actual holiday itself, just just for us and our family. So my kids are still in school because I'm a bad anarchist. In the public school, that is. So my youngest daughter had a, you know, like you do around this time, a Veterans Day program, right? That's fine. But the program was, uh, you know, as you would expect, very uh, patriotic, I guess you would say, and very uh, loving towards the the military, as it should be, right? I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's family members that are there that, you know, have either been in the military and served or, you know, died overseas or what have you. So. Look, it's the time for kids to recognize people in their family and put them up, put their pictures up on a big screen. So I'm not going to begrudge anybody that, right? But it's just, I don't know. I find it odd. It's a little, a little just morose that, that we, you know, we, we celebrate the act of signing up our, our, our young men and women in this country to, to send them overseas to fight in some war um, or any number of wars. In countries where my freedoms don't exist, um, and there's a high likelihood that these these young men and women can die and be sacrificed for the state, and it's just the whole thing is a little uh, a little icky to me and off putting. So, you know, there's a, there's a nice little slideshow before the performance starts, and all the kids come out that's in, that are in the choir, and, and they get on stage and they sing. Well, I guess before we even sing the songs, right, we have to we have to stand at attention and and put our hand over our heart and. And say a pledge to to a piece of cloth that's hung in the corner. Um, I did not do this. I stood. I stood. I uh, did not give my full attention to what was going on. Definitely did not say the pledge. But uh, you know, everybody else did. That's fine. Whatever. Um, then the kids come out and they sing their, their their little songs. Right. And it's it's good. It's fun to watch a kid perform. But I tried to listen to some of the lyrics here and. Um, it's always funny because most of these programs for the whole time my kids have been in school uh, tend to either start out with or, or somehow involve uh, This Land is Your Land, which is fine. It's a great song. Um, you know, I like Woody, Guthr- Woody Guthrie as much as the next guy, but uh, I wouldn't call it the most uh, patriotic song necessarily. I don't know. It's, you know, whatever. You got a, a leftist writing songs about how this land is belonging to everybody and you know I'm a private property rights guy so I already find that a little little bit weird but at any rate you know we get through that and the remainder of the songs are all very uh the the intent is to be unifying but all the lyrics are extremely off-putting lots of uh you know nation first and I, I just I can't help but think as a former you know constitutionalist that where where has the federalism gone even you know we, we live out in the suburbs west of Houston, there's lots of oil and gas folks, uh, lots of former military uh, members, uh, broadly conservative in the county where I live and my kids go to school. And there's there's been this shift, right? And I, I think this is all part of part of the whether it's intentional or, or just a happy happy accident, right? It's there's been this shift towards you know the, the real you know, like like we say in, in the the pledge, right? It's like one nation. Right, like the states don't exist anymore. You know, when the when the founders 
came together and decided to break away from England. You know, the, the idea wasn't that they were going to found one, one giant nation all along the eastern seaboard. It was that uh, each colony became its own nation of sorts, right? Each, each colony became its own country. Um, they're still called states today. So uh, it's just, it's odd to me that we've had this shift. I guess it's been going on for the last, you know, better part of 100 years. Um, or I guess you could even go back to, to the Civil War with Lincoln, right, where uh, these United States became the United States um, in the singular from the plural. So as a Texan, you know, we're, we're very, uh, we're very proud anyway of, of our, our great state, the Republic of Texas. And, uh, I've always had this propensity to, to not enjoy that part of all the, the patriotic goings on because it's, you know, I've always been state over country. Um, and even more so now that I've, I've made the full shift to, uh, you know, took the dive off the cliff into anarchism. But, um, yeah, so that, that's that's kind of what happened, and, and of course, throughout the weekend, there was just more of this. You know, there's all the whatever sporting event, whatever sporting event would be on TV. There's this big to do and show of, you know, we got to have military and whatnot, and everybody's singing pledges left or singing anthems left and right, um, what have you. So, and the more I thought about it, also, you know, as as the week has gone on. Um, you know, starting on Monday, on the actual holiday, Veterans Day, whatever we call it now. You know, it, it's the same day, but it, it didn't used to be Veterans Day. It used to be a holiday called Armistice Day. Uh, and it was a holiday in celebration of the end of World War I, right? The, the uh, onset of peace. And that was the holiday. Um, even in America, we celebrated this, Armistice Day. And it, uh, I think that's what we need to focus more on uh, instead of, allowing the machine to continue to grind on and create more and more veterans, um, fighting these endless, needless wars in countries that are half a world away in support of, allegedly, our rights, which, which don't exist, or I shouldn't say don't exist, but my rights aren't over there. I mean, there's no soldier alive today that, that is fighting for my rights. Um, they're not fighting for your rights. But at any rate, I, I think we need to to be, we need to get back to the roots of what the holiday actually is and turn it back into Armistice Day and really celebrate peace instead of celebrating war and the war machine. And uh, not, not to denigrate any veterans, you know, we like the, the Buying the Bullet podcast guys. And, you know, they're all vets, they're all Marines. I've got plenty of friends who have served, plenty of family members who've served, many have died. So not to take any way, anything away from the veterans, a lot of people have, you know, they were either drafted or they were sold a false bill of goods about what was going to happen to them once they got in the military. And remember, they just joined for money, right? They wanted to go to school, couldn't afford it. And uh, you sign up because you want to get a little taste of that GI Bill. And then you get thrown into a situation that you're not exactly pleased with. And then you come back, you know, damaged in some way. And so now we have this holiday that, that commemorates the veterans, Instead of, instead of celebrating peace like we used to. So again, I, I say let's, let's stop creating veterans. Let's, let's end the need to have Veterans Day. And let's get back to, to Armistice Day. So that's about all I got, guys. Oh, well, a little, a little news. As I'm sitting here recording this um, late in the week, I, uh, through not much prodding, but through uh, <laughs> not too much careful consideration either, 
But uh, persuasive podcasts from the likes of uh, Pete Quinones and uh, Bird Arcus himself. Um, I've joined the Libertarian Party. So I'm going to get more active, or at least try to, in the state politics here in the Libertarian Party. And I'm going to try and become a delegate so that when we're at Childerberg next year, I can go vote and help swing the party in the right direction. So I would implore you, as Pete says, don't, don't be a bitch about it, man. Like, if you really want to make change in the party, then sign up, get your hands dirty, and let's make some change. Don't, don't wait for people to, to do the heavy, heavy lifting for you and come in on the back end. You can create that change. So I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. I'm not saying that I'm some, you know, top-notch political activist, because I'm certainly not um, highly apolitical still. I've been talking with Bird about this today. Um, I would like to see, in the same vein as the, the Mises Caucus guys, I would like to see the party turn into a, a platform and a, a vehicle for education um, on liberty for the public. So you know, let's, let's help support and promote uh, liberty candidates, real liberty candidates, not these bullshit-ass Republicans that say they're part of the Liberty Caucus and all that nonsense. Let's, let's promote local liberty-loving candidates who, even if they don't win their elections, can at least get out in front uh, of the public and have a debate or go door knock and explain to people what real liberty means and what real liberty is. Um, and hey, you know, at the end of the day, if they do win the election, even better, that's icing on the cake, right? We got one of our guys in there making real changes, swinging the power back to back to the people. So, anyway, guys, go go join, right? If you haven't yet, I'll see you in Austin. Uh, thanks for listening again. Like, subscribe, please write a review. Please give me five stars. Uh, go follow my my co-host Mikey Two Names M I K E E Number Two Names. Follow me, Maddie K from PA. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Cycle of a I play for